As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. In a world of twisted facts, alternative narratives, corrupted corporations, and hacked feeds, how can we decipher the difference between truth and fiction? It's time to take back the truth. Read Robert Kiyosaki's Fake and learn the signs to recognize fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. Determine what's real in a world where falsehoods are a weapon. Don't let fake advice destroy your financial future. Visit therealkiyosaki.com to read Fake by Robert Kiyosaki. That's therealkiyosaki.com. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. It's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. And the reason people listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show is because you want to hear things that the news is not reporting on. And, you know, hopefully that what we report on is more factual or more to the point and more useful than what you see on CNBC and Money Magazine and those types of magazines. So today we're talking about what is the biggest crisis facing the world today? What is the number one crisis facing the world today? So do you think it's global warming? Do you think it's Trump and his girlfriends? Or do you think it's terrorism? Okay. So what is the number one threat facing the global economy today? And this goes back to, let me read you a couple of questions, okay? Since 2008, four central banks have reported over $9 trillion to save the world economy. $9 trillion. That's what they report on. So where did that money go to? Yet why, and why are so many pensions going broke? And that's the news. See, back in 2002, I wrote a book called Rich Dad's Prophecy. And prophecy was based upon the 401k. The 401k that most American people think is their salvation is probably one of the worst investment vehicles ever created. The reason is, it's money in the stock market. And as you may know, there's a lot of these people called financial planners and they're out there. I was just reading the website, this one financial planner is saying, Mutual funds have returned 68% per year. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. And Dave Ramsey says it's 12% per annum. You gotta be kidding me. Now the markets go up and the markets go down, but they haven't returned 12% or 6% or 3%. The facts are our pension plans are going bust. They're bankrupt. And so there's millions, I mean, I do mean millions. And that's why I wrote Rich Dad's Prophecy back in 2002 or 2004, saying the biggest crash was coming in 2016. Well, what happened in 2016 was rather than let the economy crash, nine, these four central banks printed $9 trillion. So we have this boom economy right now. So everybody thinks that times are great. But well, let me give you a couple of warnings here. This is what I heard through the grapevine. October 11th, 2008, the IMF warns, the biggest source of risk comes from state and local government retirement pensions, which will lose money when Wall Street sinks, meaning the shortfall, the shortfall will hit 
state and local government budgets. So retirement's the biggest problem. You may not know this because a lot of people don't know where this country even is. It's called Zimbabwe. It used to be called Rhodesia. The richest country in Africa, the breadbasket of Africa. And most, many people, not most, probably 5% of people have heard of the Zimbabwe dollar. And everybody laughs at it who's seen one. You, you know, a $10 trillion Zimbabwe dollar would buy you an egg. That's how much money they printed. But why did they print the money? Why did Zimbabwe, this guy Mugabe, print the money? He printed the money for one reason. He couldn't pay his pensions. He couldn't pay his so-called war veterans who were fighting some war in the Congo. So he, he, he told the IMF, get screwed. We're not gonna obey by your rules and we're, we're, we're gonna pay our war veterans a pension. And the IMF says, we, cannot, we can no longer stand for this. So they basically said, so, the, so Zimbabwe said, I mean, Mugabe of Zimbabwe said to the IMF, stuff it. And he started printing money. So today, Argentina's in serious trouble and Nicaragua's in revolt right now. Again, the same problem. They cannot pay their pensions. And the reason I started the Rich Dad Company with my wife, Kim, is because my father, poor dad, PhD, lost his pension and he couldn't work. And yet our school systems teach us nothing about money, nothing. So they wind up like my poor dad, a man with a PhD, but with no pension. So that's kind of personal to me. So today's program, we have a special guest, a dear friend of ours, John McGregor, and he's coming out with a new book called 10 Reasons Why the Rich Are Going Broke. 10 Reasons Why the Rich Are Going Broke. And what John is, John is more than a financial planner, he's a CFP, a certified financial planner. And we're gonna be talking about some of the danger signs that are in the economy today that nobody's really reporting about. Any comments, Kim? Well, I, I think it's um, very interesting. And when you talk about pensions, Robert, just to clarify, you're talking about police officers, firefighters, government workers, anybody on the government payroll. And 401ks and IRAs. Okay, so that's a lot of people. Yeah, and the reason I wrote Rich Dad's Prophecy, you can check it out at four and a half stars on Amazon, it's because I wrote about how this idea of go to school, get a job, and the government will take care of you is going to bring down it, not only America, but the world economy. It's pensions. And isn't that also why Chicago is on the verge of bankruptcy is because of pensions and some of the cities in California that were going bankrupt yes. is because of pensions? Many, many are. So John, John McGregor sent me all of this information. I have to let John talk to you because he is a CFP. There's a very big difference between a CFP, a certified financial planner, and some yo-yo who is a financial planner. There's a difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA, certified public accountant. And also an educated certified financial planner. Yeah, and John's <laughs> been doing this for years. So, so John's been a friend, a fellow rugby player from Hawaii. And we're very, very concerned about this thing called retirement because the baby boomers are on that edge right now. So if you're a baby boomer and you think your pension is gonna be there for you. Or your you, 401k. Your 401k, your IRA is gonna be there. This is your program because this is the reason the Rich Dad Company was founded. It was because my poor dad, PhD, which stands for poor, helpless, and desperate, knew nothing about money. 
And these are the guys that educate our kids about nothing about money. So, John, welcome to the program. Welcome, John. Oh, it's great to be on the show again. Thanks, guys. Appreciate those comments. So what's the title of your book again? Yeah, The Top Ten Reasons the Rich Go Broke. Good. I'm very excited about this. Good. And those are, these are real horror stories, right? These are real horror stories of people I've worked with or have known over the last 25 years who literally had everything and lost it all. Right. These are stories of people's mistakes and failures as opposed to what we are bombarded with every day of success stories. These are actual real-life mistakes where I believe, and I, we've all talked about this, mistakes are where learning really happens. So I think, I think people are going to really benefit from this, knowing what not to do uh, can, can have a great impact on their future. And just before we go into all the pensions, what's like one of the biggest mistakes that, that you see in your, in your experience that you've experienced? Well, I could, I could take the first two stories. The, the first one is I need an image. In other words, I need to keep up with the Joneses. I need to buy stuff I can't afford to impress people that don't even care about me. <laughs> so I, I see that all the time. What's wrong with my Rolls Royce? What's wrong with my Rolls Royce? Well, and the, and, the, and well, the Ferrari, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, the difference is you can afford it. That's the difference. You know, no amount of counseling I give to my clients is enough to change their behaviors. I mean, I spend hours and hours in my office mapping out their plan and as soon as they're out, out my door, they're on their way to Best Buy to buy a new flat screen on a credit card. <laughs> hey, so that would be one. You're hurting my feelings, one. And, then, <laughs> and then the other one is I trust my advisor. Yes. Without doing any due diligence yes. whatsoever, they go to the chicken dinner and they're wowed by the individual up, up front talking or the, or the administration staff and they're and they're just willing to give all their money without doing any due diligence. And I, and I just never, I never understood that, how they work so hard for that money, and then they just blindly turn it over to somebody yeah. that they hope and pray is going to, that they can trust, mm-hmm. and l- last thing you know, they, they end up broke. Absolutely. I, I just don't Happens understand all the time, that. unfortunately. Gosh. Yeah. So exactly a lot of right. times, the person's driving the new Rolls, the, the, the new, I think, I think the car of choice among the uh, fake rich is a Mercedes. You know, that's you drive around the, the new Mercedes SUVs and all this. Hey, I have a Mercedes yep. SUV. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but mine's paid for. You can pay for it. Yours is paid for, Kim. But, and, and then I just found out for another friend of mine, you know how much he's paying for his kid's high school education per year? No. 150K a year. A year. Uh, a year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, guy, that guy used high to be. High school. He used to be oh four. He used to be four hundred pounds. He's down to a hundred because he's working so hard to pay, pay his kids' <laughs> school tuition, I've high never school heard of tuition. Like that. And and the kid's not oh. bright enough to go to college. I don't. I wonder if he is or not. You know. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So what I'm saying is, a lot of people, pounds. John, wouldn't you agree? There's a lot of people that look rich but are one step away from financial disaster. Oh, I would say a majority of those that are rich are just living a facade putting up yep. a smoke screen so people think they're richer than they yeah. are. So anyway, John and yeah. I have been great friends because we play for that fabulous team, the Hawaii Harlequins Rugby Club, and we're yes. known for our intelligence and raw drinking power. That's what we know for. <laughs> but anyway, John, uh, I think there's a more serious subject here, and so again, like I said earlier, is that the reason the Rich Dad Company was founded was because of my dad, Ph.D., Ralph Kiyosaki, candidate for lieutenant governor of the state of Hawaii, ran against the political machine of Hawaii. And as you know, that political machine run by 100 percent Democrats today, that's not a healthy place for people, is it? I mean, like, that's why you left Hawaii. Not, not a financially healthy place. 
Not at all. Not at all. No. I think Hawaii is a train wreck. Um, it will be the next Puerto Rico, frankly, um, in my opinion. Why, why do you Hawaii say that? The country. Well, Hawaii leads the country in every category you do not want to lead in, from worst place to do business, highest taxes, worst traffic, worst roads, worst airport, worst stadium, most homelessness. Most expensive. Um, most corrupt. Most expensive. Very corrupt, absolutely. Um, and now it's 100% controlled by Democrats. Um, I, I think Hawaii is on a pace of, of destruction, frankly, unfortunately, because that is my home. I've lived there most of my life, and it's sad to say. But to um, your point about Hawaii, you know, we, we have a house in Hawaii, and just a couple of years ago we got a notice, and they said, oh, surprise, your property taxes, because you're not a resident, your property taxes just tripled. Tripled. Oh, just overnight. Oh they just made that. So, oh so they're taxing everybody to the tenth, nth degree. And people oh aren't going to be able to afford it. I mean, it's hard enough yeah. to afford living in Hawaii if you have to work there and live there. And to give my no father question. credit, Ralph Kiyosaki, he just could not tolerate the in the uh, cor- corruption. So he ran mm-hmm. against a governor, a guy named John A. Burns, a former police officer. And as, you, as some people may know, it's a book called Sunny Sky, Shady Characters. He wrote about how the governor police officer and the head of the Hawaiian syndicate, a fellow police officer, ran that state. And there was so much corruption to this day in Hawaii. So that's one of the reasons I got out, John's gotten out. But that's anyway, right. that went out. It's not, about, it's not about Hawaii. John, you know, you sent me all those articles on the pensions. Let, let me read you something you sent me. Mm-hmm. IMF warns, the biggest source of risk comes from state and local government retirement pensions. This is guy Simon Black, a sovereign individual. He says, unsurprisingly, Spain's pension fund is fully depleted. I mean, it's called zero. The United Kingdom has trillions of pounds worth of unfunded public pensions. Martin Armstrong says, the biggest, the largest public pension fund in the United States is CalPERS. California Public Employees Retirement System. He says, California is on the verge of insolvency because of pensions. Reuters, July 27th, 2018. This is all 2018. PBGC is growing broke. The Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation is about to become insolvent within a decade. So let's start with jo- that, John, you know, because most people haven't heard of the PBGC. What does that mean to you as a CFP that the PBGC is about to go broke? What does it mean to millions of U.S. workers? P- PBGC stands for Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. They're meant to act as sort of an insurance in the case of a default of a pension. They come in and provide some relief to the retirees who are expecting their pension, whose, now, whose pension is now default. Now, the PBGC only covers a small percentage of your pension. They're, it's minor relief of, of how much you're supposed to get on a monthly basis. But given the path that we're headed on that you just described, I use that analogy train wreck all the time, this is America's massive train wreck that no one is talking about. This is the elephant in the room. And it is growing and growing um, in front of our eyes, and yet no one is talking about it. The PBGC, in the end, will be a smokescreen. 
There will so, not be any money for the PBGC to help anybody. So how many millions of Americans do you think, let's say that there is a financial collapse, a 10% chance of that, because they printed too much money. What happens to how many millions of pensioners, the baby boomers oh, like me? It's, it's tens of millions. Let me also throw in another segment of the population that we didn't talk about. That's Social Security. There are there is a massive percentage of people that are relying solely on Social Security in order to fund their retirement. Aren't the average, you? you know, I am. Twelve hundred dollars <laughs> a month before taxes and before Medicare payments. Um, that's what people are relying on. That is on a collision course as well. So now we're talking about not only the pension people, but the, the people that are relying on Social Security. So basically we're talking about, I would guess, 90% of the population. So John, so John, this is a massive, 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 like you say, train wreck. Again, that's why I wrote the book, Rich Dad's Prophecy, predicting the crash would come in 2016. What, what I did not foresee was how much money the government would print, you know, quantitative easing they would mm -hmm. print. And as I started this thing, since 2008, the biggest four central banks have printed over $9 trillion to save the world economy. But what happened to all that money? I mean, how come the pensions don't have it? Let me ask this question, okay? So let's say I'm a pensioner, some public servant sitting in California. I'm donating to Social Security, and I'm also donating to CalPERS, California Pension, da da da, da. Let's say I'm donating 500 a month for 40 years. Where did that money go to? And what happened to the $9 trillion? Where did all that money disappear to? That's the question. Well, the money is in the system. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of costs involved in running CalPERS. There's thousands of employees running CalPERS, not to mention the buildings all over the state of California. It is a massive operation. And then the cost of your money managers and the port, you know, all of the expenses of running a massive organization. So that is eroding out of the pension itself. Don't you call, what don't the, you call that a Ponzi scheme? It is very much like a Ponzi scheme. It really is. Um, putting money into something that you were promised and now being told that, well, I'm sorry, that promise isn't necessarily going to be true anymore. So if you're um, a California, let's say a guy my age, I'm, I'm, let's say I'm 65, I'm living in California. The real estate prices are hurting because <laughs> they're too expensive. Anyway, what would, what would you say to a California pensioner who lives, who's hoping to get, you know, how much to make, 25000 a month from CalPERS? Oh, 25000 a month? Is that what you asked, Robert? Well, how much do they get? Oh, not 25000 Oh, I would say I, I, it, would, it would be under $10,000 <laughs> for, for the average, well under $10,000 for, for, for the majority of people. So let's say, would, let's say, there's, to, let's say there's 200,000 pensioners getting 10000 a month. I mean, they can't pay it, can they? It can't. It's just mathematically impossible. And couple that with the fact that we've been in a nine-year run-up in the stock market, we are due for a major correction in the stock market. How right. big is anyone's guess? But so these, pensions right now, these pensions right now are severely under, underfunded across all states. I guess across, Some, it's across the world. That's why, that's, why Simon, the world. that's why Simon Black says Spain's pension fund is full of bonds and is completely depleted. You know, if I was, I was an old guy in Spain, I'd be worried. Anyway, when mm -hmm. we come back, John, we're going to go into not the only, uh, not the only other place that the money is ripped off of, but these uh, uh, these mutual funds and ETFs. You know, 
they're now saying they get a 68% annual return and Dave Ramsey says 12% on average. When we come back, we'll find your opinion about that. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. What is your number one expense in life? Your number one expense, it's taxes. And I've asked the question is, how come there's no financial education in school, but why isn't there education on taxes either? You know, they tell you to save money, which is stupid. They tell you to invest in the stock market, which is stupid. But what they teach you about taxes? So here we have Rich Dad Advisor, Tom Wheelwright. We're talking about his revision for his book, Tax-Free Wealth. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Robert. So what's the Tax-Free Wealth about? What, what's different this time? It's a rev revised edition. Well, so what we did was, is we ha this is the first major tax reform we've had in 30 years, 2017. Right. It was 86 was the last one. 86 was the last one right. back when I was in Washington, D.C., so many guys got wiped out because of that tax change. <laughs> they did. They yeah. did. It wiped out an entire industry, savings and loans. This new tax law is just as big, but in a very different way. It affects different industries. You know, the tax law is always a series of incentives. And the question is always which incentives and which ones apply to me. And so the, the key to revising tax-free wealth was... What is it, what changed so much in this new tax law that we can absolutely take advantage of, I mean, seriously, the amazing incentives. For example, I mean, the bonus depreciation, for example, for real estate is unbelievable. You buy a, a, a million dollar apartment, get a $300,000 deduction or more the very first year. So if you want to make more money and pay less taxes like Donald Trump and myself, get Tom's book, Tax-Free Wealth. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate, and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Your financial education continues. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Much of what we cover at Rich Dad, you'll never hear on, you know, CNBC, or you'll never read about it in Money Magazine, or other such criminal organizations that purport buying mutual funds. And I'm not, you know, mutual funds are okay, except they're a ripoff. And so are ETFs, ripoffs. I won't touch them but maybe you should. So I'm not saying you shouldn't, or you should. I'm just saying they're a ripoff, and that's my opinion. So once again, our guest today is John McGregor. He's a certified financial planner. He's been a dear friend of mine for years, a Kim and Iris. He's been, he was our neighbor in Waikiki. And John, is he's about to release a top and a, a brand new book called The Top 10 Reasons the Rich Go Broke to be released January 2019. John's website is Your Thrive Path, Y O U R T H R I V E Path.com. And uh, we're talking today, the reason is you heard it through the grapevine, you're about to lose your mind, 
is because this is what nobody's talking about, is we have the biggest thermonuclear explosion coming up. It's called baby boomers starting to retire. It's going to be a massive blow up. And that's why I wrote Rich Dad's Prophecy, which, as you know, was trashed. But he still got four and a half stars on Amazon. But it was about how pensions are the biggest catastrophe that the United States and much of the world is steaming into. There's no money in the pension funds. So the question is, who took that money? Any comments, Kim? Uh, it goes It goes back to, I, it just blows me away. It goes back to what you always say, Robert. Why don't schools teach about money? Because they're criminals, I, I that's mean, why. I mean, people work their entire lives for money. They put it into mutual funds, have no idea what they're invested in. They or give ETFs. it to financial planners who then, who are not, many not qualified, and, and they just blindly turn their money over. Oh, it's I, they, why don't why don't pay it a little attention? Find out what you got, where it is. I just it just blows me away. And then they go, Oh my God, it's all gone. It's gone. What happened to all that <laughs> what money? What happened to it? So anyway, we have John McGregor, dear friend, and he's a CFP. And John and I have, have that much in common. I went through my CFP course back in the seventies. And back then, John, you know how much a good retirement was? No. Five hundred a month. <laughs> oh, Wow. And that was wow. the goal of CFPs. But anyway, would you, so let's start with that position, John. What's the difference between a CFP and one of these run-of-the-mill financial planners that work for the other run-of-the-mill companies? Yeah, a, a CFP is, is the equivalent of a CPA in the accounting world. It's, it's a rather grueling process. And, and frankly, I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the back. but it, No, it, it is hard because I, I, I went through the program at night and it nearly killed me. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's in, indicative of, of someone's commitment to the industry. Frankly, um, it takes approximately two years to to get this certification. I had to take various graduate study courses and, and then a two day lengthy, horrible exam. Um, that that was pretty challenging. Whereas a financial consultant, your general financial consultant, literally can get their license in six weeks. Six Compare weeks. that to a licensed barber that takes two years. <laughs> and, and I always say, if you screw up as a barber with one of your clients, the hair will grow back. <laughs> but with, with the financial consultant, that doesn't always happen. The money doesn't always come back. Yeah. So, well, I remember. Yeah. I remember my girlfriend. Her, her name was Kim, also, and she had a, worked with a company, and they just they went through huge through the dot com boom, and she had a million dollars, and turned it over to her, the company financial planner, a million dollars. And two years later, she gets a, she gets a notice in the mail, and, and at the bottom it says zero. Zero. A million dollars they churn through in fees. Oh a million oh bucks. Goodness. And that was her wake-up call because then she went on to really learn about money, and she actually became a, a certified financial planner as well to, to help huh. people with their money. But yeah, it's criminal CF, what happens. CF stores pay me. Yeah, the CFP course was grueling for me too, but I also learned something is I don't invest in what they recommend. That's That was the biggest thing because I'm not into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, or savings or money markets. So mm -hmm. I, it was good for me. I, I enjoyed it, but I went, this is, a, this is a train wreck, as you say, about to happen, which is why I wrote Rich Dad's Prophecy. So let me ask another question, John. What about these fees? You know, they claim... I mean, this guy's claiming 68% ROI on mutual funds. I think he's smoking something. But anyway, they claim it's 1% per 100, or there's a dollar per 100. How many fees are there really in a mutual fund? 
It's interesting. You could read the 300-page prospectus of a mutual fund in fine print and still not be told what all the fees are. You have to go to, you have to request a supplementary prospectus in order to get the exact amount of fees, typically trading costs. But within a mutual fund, you have the money manager costs, you have this fee called 12B1s, and then you have this bloated section called miscellaneous. And <laughs> I love miscellaneous. <laughs> and then, that was, and that, then, was a, that was the name of my ex-girlfriend, miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> then you have that supplementary, which reveals the trading costs. So the more trading that happens within the mutual fund, the more commissions they are generating, which then trickle down into the consumer. So mutual funds have come down. There has been a lot of cost pressure put on mutual funds, but you can, you can see very low cost mutual fund or ETFs at zero basis points all the way to three and a half, four percent and beyond um, in terms of fees. Now, I always say fees are the great destroyer of wealth because they compound over time. So even though a, it, you may be saying, well, it's 2% versus 1%, that's not a big deal. It is a huge deal when you're, talk, when you're talking about 20 or 30 years down the road. That compounding of that additional 1% can really have a radical impact, a negative impact on your financial well-being. Will a mutual fund protect you from a market crash? Oh, no, absolutely. And that's one of the big, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Robert. That's one of the big unknowns in the industry or in, in, in society, frankly. Mutual funds, by law, by mandate, are required to stay invested based on their mandate. So if you have your mutual fund, say, in a Fidelity large cap growth fund, even if that fund manager knew that there was pending doom tomorrow, something really radically bad is going to happen, a missile or a nuclear war or what have you. He is by law mandated to stay fully invested in those large cap growth stocks. That's, that's like asking to put on uh, handcuffs on the Titanic, right? Yes. He cannot go to cash. He cannot take you out of the market for protection. So to answer your question, no, market crashes, you're crashing with it. My God. Okay. Are mm -hmm. ETFs any better? I think ETFs are a much more effective way to allocate money to the markets because you can get in and out at any time during the day, whereas mutual funds, you have to wait to the end of the day in order to, to, to execute your, your trade. And, they, and ETFs are significantly cheaper than mutual funds. So I prefer ETFs. So let me, ask, let me ask you this question. So look, you and I don't begrudge anybody making an a living commissions. Sure. So how do they really make money? I mean, let's say we're a zero commission ETF. They're making money in some way, right? Yeah, it's it's based on their own assets under management. Yeah, that's so. But that's the key, isn't yeah. it? Assets under management, AUM. That's right. That's right. That's the name of the game for the financial advisor. They're trying to accumulate as many assets under management as they possibly can, and then they add their fee onto it which is totally acceptable. I mean, yeah. um, like you said, everyone needs to, to earn a living um, if they are doing the right thing, of course. But the thing is, um, what's, what's the return on that fee? My, that's my question. When, after I finished the CFP course, which I never sat for the license, I sat there and I said, well, what's the return on that fee? 
It's high. Sure. It? It's nothing. It, it all it, it all depends on what you're invested in. That's the that's the the name of the game. So depending on where you're invested, that will certainly dictate your performance going forward. And then that fee will 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 take will come right out of that profit. So once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. We're talking to our dear friend John McGregor. He is a CFP, certified financial planner, not a, a regular run-of-the-mill financial planner. And he's coming out with a brand new book called The Top 10 Reasons the Rich Go Broke to be released January 2019. His website is yourthrivepath.com, Y-O-U-R-T-H-R-I-V-E-Path.com. And I would suggest getting his book, especially if you're foolish enough to have a pension as the market gets ready to crash. Because if it's crashing, it's you can get out, but uh, let me tell you something. The rich are out long before you get out. Isn't that true, John? That's right. Most financial advisors talk about buy and hold. I call buy and hope, where they just put the money in and just hope everything works out in the future. Very few advisors talk about a sell strategy or an exit strategy on when and how to get out of the market when they think things are going to get bad. The four central banks printed $9 trillion to save the world economy. Where did that money go? It went to the rich. It, it went, went to the rich. It vanished. And 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 did right. it didn't it also go to um, large corporations who used all that money to buy back their stock, so that propped That's up right. the stock market. So the stock market That's wasn't right. wasn't really booming because people were investing in it. It's just companies were buying back their own stock, so it made it look like it was, it was healthy. That's right, and that also has an impact on their earnings, Kim. It makes their earnings look higher. Yes. So it is an inflated way of pumping up your stock price for sure. So although we at Rich Dad don't like to give financial advice, you know, because I'm not saying don't, you know, I'm not saying cash out your 401k, your IRA, or your whatever you got, but I'm just saying be aware. As John says, you can read the fine print, but there's no fine print there anyway, right, John? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. There's always another story. Correct. Yeah. So, um, yes. and especially for women. For women, if you're listening, because, John, I think you've got a story in your book about my loving husband left me with nothing. <laughs> my loving, wonderful husband just screwed me yeah, royally. But his, but his girlfriend's rich. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a common There's actually a few, that's a there's a few story. stories in there about that, Kim. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, um, the female spouse is the one that's been left out of the loop in many cases. Yeah, yep. Trusting, solely relying on the husband who claims to be a financial advisor or astute in that yeah. Oh, we had a in reality. We had a neighbor, a neighbor who her husband actually ended up going to jail for embezzlement, and she says, oh. "I know he, I know he hid money in Mexico and off and outside the U.S. and he's going to get out of jail and he's going to be rich as ever." And I'm still broke. I mean, oh, that's an boy. extreme case, but yeah. But, that, but John, isn't that called heart wrenching? Isn't that called financial planning? <laughs> for him, for him. One sided financial planning. Uh, that's self serving. Definitely financial not planning. my plan. Exactly right. So <laughs> before we before we end with you, John, I mean, any we, we don't like to give advice, but what did, what would you say to somebody who's sitting there with a four hundred one k or an IRA that's not returning sixty eight percent per year, or twelve percent as Ramsey says? What would you say to them? Yeah, I, I can assure you they're not getting 60-plus percent or even 12 percent. Um, and I would say be, be ready for the pullback. It's coming. It's inevitable. And um, keep that in mind as, as they look closer to their retirement. 
that their $100,000 or whatever it is in their 401k could, could soon be half of that of what it is now unless you have a strategy. So what would you say the, is the kind of, the, if there's such a thing as an strategy. average return for a mutual fund? What is an average return? Well, you know, there's 20,000 mutual funds all with their own unique strategies, bonds, gold, commodities, combination of all three. Um, if you look at the average return in the stock market going back from the 1900s to today, it's been just under 10%, right around 10%. Now, that's not 10% every year. That's up 21 year, down five the next, up 12, down three. But average over time has been right around 10%. And that's what they build now, the actual tables on is a 8% return. They, they use that correct. In fact, now these pensions are, and that's part of the big problem of these pensions is because they're using these inflated performance numbers. You know, CalPERS was, was expecting 8% in their pension. And so they base all their pension payments on that assumption. And then when that assumption doesn't happen, it gets under it gets underfunded. And when they the say and when they say eight percent, does that include fees? That is a gross number. So that does not include fees, Kim. That's a great point. So ladies and gentlemen, so, it's my dear friend John McGregor. He's a certified financial planner, which is different than a financial planner. His latest, his newest book coming out is called The Top 10 Reasons the Rich Go Broke. And there are 10 horror stories in there about how people dealt with financial planners. It's to be released on January 2019. And you can go to John's website, yourthrivepath.com. And, and I like, John, what you said. If you know you're sitting on a 401k and Social Security and that's what you're counting on for your retirement, that you better wake up and start creating a strategy, which is why I would recommend people go to your website and start start understanding what a strategy might look like for yourself. Well, as they, always, Thanks, as, they, as they said in 2008, your 401k became a 201k. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, that's not <laughs> yeah. that funny, but that's what happened. Yep. So once again, sure. ladies and gentlemen, thank you, John. Thank you, John. Greatly, great to be with you guys. Thanks so much. Once again, we'll be at, we're coming back with Ask Robert next, the most popular part of our program. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Financial freedom begins with financial education. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. So once again, I want to thank John McGregor, certified financial planner. He's the author of the top 10 reasons the rich go broke. It'll be released January 2019. His website is yourthrivepath.com. And John's been a dear friend for years from Hawaii. 
plays rugby together. Any comments, Kim? Well, you know, John said, and you and you're saying that this pension crisis is like the biggest biggest factor that's going to that's going to come down in the next few years. And and I just can't help but think people have this idea. You know, that Australia saying is she'll be right, everything will be okay, somebody will fix it. But already cities are finding that they can't fix it, and people are not getting the pensions that they thought they were going to get. So she'll be right is not a good solution to your pension no. problem. So you can submit your questions to Ask Robert at richdadradio.com. Also, all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so you can listen to this program again, because repetition is how we learn, except in school. And when you listen to this program again, you'll, you'll understand even more. But more importantly, share it with friends, family, and business associates, and discuss, because you'll be a lot smarter after you do that. And you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. So, Melissa, what's the first question to ask Robert? Our first question today comes from Emery in Australia. We love Australia. We love Australia. Favorite book, Midas Touch. Emery says, do you and Kim have any anxiety regarding the coming collapse? If not, how do you prepare and avoid negative emotions? Well, that's a great question, especially because, you know, Kim and I were just in Aussie, Aussie, Aussie Mm -hmm. and Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. We love Australia. Fabulous. One of the best countries in the world, except your superannuation, as you guys have found out the hard way, that your banks have ripped off your superannuation as their 401k. And Kim and I were there when the superannuation first came out. And it's only now being exposed. I forget the name of the banks, but the two biggest banks, they have been stealing from the superannuations. I, I think they said the people would have been better off if they had just taken that money and put it under their mattress rather than invested it in their superannuation. But that's nothing new that's been going on in the States also. That's what the theme of today's radio show was who took the money. And it's, I tell you, it's not going to the pensions, not going to the workers, but the rich are skimming it right off the top. So that's what's going on for everybody throughout the world. So that's why I'm glad you listen to Rich Dad Radio. But the question about how do we plan for it, that's a key question. We plan for it. Kim and I have been planning for this crash coming for years, right? Yeah, and, and, and he's asking, is it, are we, there's, do we have anxiety? And I'm going, yeah, I have anxiety. I have no idea how big it's going to be, when exactly it's going to happen, what it's going to look like. Um, but we're doing the best we can to prepare and, and handle yeah, but it. But what, what, what she doesn't say is we have millions of dollars of gold. And gold is real money. We don't have ETFs. We don't have GLD or SLV, which are ETFs. We want nothing in paper. We have no. We have nothing in the banks, especially Aussie. You got your banks are as corrupt as our banks. Look at Wells Fargo in America. They were caught ripping off tens of thousands of savers, and they, all they do is pay like a thirty million dollar fine. So our banking system is so corrupt, just like the state of Hawaii's government is so corrupt. So the way I handle anxiety is I go to what is called gold and silver, gold and silver coins. So in Aussie, you have the Perth Mint. In America, we have silver eagles. For those in South Africa, you have the Krugerrand. And in Europe and Canada, the maple leaves. So right now, I'd be going to what's real, and what's real is gold and silver, land, water, avocados, petunias. You know, it's really time to go for real because so much of what's fake, and that's the title of my book coming out next year, is so much of what we think is real is fake. And the biggest fake of all is this 401k. It has been the biggest ripoff I've ever seen coming. And that's why I got in trouble with Wall Street, is because I call it as I see it. I owe nothing to anybody. I don't get paid, I don't get paid to endorse any one of these funds. 
when Rich Dad first came out, a mutual fund company offered to pay me a million dollars a year for four years to endorse mutual funds. And I said, I can't do that because I do have a conscience. You know, I believe in karma. I don't want to, I don't want to recommend something I don't really believe in. So that's a lot of the, my answer to you. you. Better figure out what's real in your life, and if you can grow food, grow food, produce food. Be what's real. If you can produce oil, produce oil. We got a oil f- is burned. We got a friend that's investing in forests, in yeah. t- lumber and timber. But you got to be you got to be very careful who's selling you the investment. Because most of the crooks are on the other side of the table and they come across as friends. <laughs> and that's what you gotta really, really be careful because a lot of them are smooth talkers. I mean, Kim and I had the most horrible experiences from so-called educated people who, who gave us the recommendations. Remember that idiot who came in from Washington, D.C.? His recommendation was, <laughs> was- His recommendation was, oh, you're too heavily invested in real estate. You should sell most of your real estate and put it into stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. We, and, we, and thought we, had was, done we thought that. it was a joke. Yeah, we thought he was. We thought he was joking us. But if we had done that, we would have lost everything in yep. 2008. Yep. And and then he's oh, he would have come back. But the reason he says that is because he gets no commission on real estate. But these financial planner types, and this was an accounting firm, he gets money for assets under management. He gets a fee. On he got a fee on several tens of millions of dollars in mutual funds. And now we got we got our asses handed to and it, us. And it goes back to um, our, one of our rules is our advisors invest in what they're advising us to invest in. I yeah. mean, even our stockbroker, and we have very, very little money, almost none in the stock market, but even our stockbroker only recommends stocks that he's actually buying himself. And we trust him. But so it comes down to what's real is what's called trust. But you better be very careful. I don't trust most financial planners. Nope. Because most of them really have not studied they have a different, at all. And they have an agenda, and their agenda is to put money in their pocket, not yours. Yep. So that doesn't mean they're bad people because we don't have any problem with that. They, they gotta, you got to put food on your table. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Cecily in St. Louis, Missouri. I know you talk about the book study you do in your company and with your advisors. How often do you do these, and what is the process when you meet to discuss? Uh, we do the we do the book study twice a year. I tell you, it's one of the hardest things we I do personally because, you know, most people think they know all the answers, and they don't want to study. So that is an indicator to us of who we associate with. So the Rich Dad Company is a education company, and a lot of people want to join us, but they don't want to study with us. And that was one of the first telltale signs I picked up is that the people who didn't show up were people who just wanted to use the brand to make themselves rich. And that's really disgusting. So the answer, long answer, short answer to a long question, short answer, whatever it is, we meet twice a year, meet for three days. We study a book. We also have, have our business meetings in. But the primary purpose of meeting twice a year is because when we get together, we get to we re, reconnect the relationships. And there's another book that people should read. It's called Big Potential. Big Potential. But what's that guy's Sean name? Sean Acor. Sean Acor. You should read that because what schools do is only promote our small potential. They want us to be divided all the time, smart kids versus stupid kids. So the main reason we have our book study to bring the core of our company together. A lot of them don't work for us. They're just good friends. And we all get together, we study a book together, we hold business meetings together, which very much transparent, we hold nothing back, but that's what builds trust. And in a world of fake, trust is very important. And, and you know, there's one rule, one, one, of, one of many rules that we have in our book study, and that is that we ask 
what is the author saying? Not what is your opinion of what the author is saying, but what is the author saying so that we can have different points of view on new subjects. And that keeps us aligned and growing together as a group. Well, what Kim is saying is that the reason most people are poor is they, they listen to the opinion of stupid and poor people. And that's why we'd rather have book study with smart people. Yeah. Or they find opinions that validate their own opinions. Yeah. Instead so be of very careful whose opinions are taken out there. Very, very careful. That's why what Kim brought up is a very important point. We, we, we ask each other, what did the author say, not what you think he said. Very big difference. So once again, thank you to John McGregor, author of the Top 10 Reasons Why the Rich Go Broke, coming on January 2019. His, book, his website is thrivepath.com. We thank you for submitting questions to Ask Robert at richdadradio.com, and thank you for listening.